Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I'm tired of working dead beat jobs for lame pay. I'm tired of getting fired and hired. Welcome to the Modern Way to Podcast. We're doing a bonus podcast today where we're checking in with people in the industry. We want to know how you're doing, if you're quarantined, how your quarantine has affected you, your life and work. And on today's edition, we are joined by Jerry Malgoza. All right. Good morning. Good morning. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Jerry's a, a listener who wrote in to us uh, sometime last year and we've checked, I've checked in with him. We've, we've uh, communicated loosely since then. And as usual, I'm joined by my good friend, Danny DeVillo. People, how's everybody doing out there today? Awesome. Awesome. How are you doing, Jerry? Good? No, we're good. Yep. Excellent. So, uh, to the show and, uh, Absolutely. what, um, what's, what's going on in, in the West? You're in, uh, where are you located at the moment? Um, I live in Los Angeles, uh, maybe like four miles from downtown, closer area. Um, very good area. Um, so yeah, that's, I was, uh, formerly working, uh, in, in Santa Monica, which was uh, close to the beach, a bit of a, you know, like a 20, 20 mile drive or whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, but things are, things are, uh, unorthodox, a little, a little weird with some adjustments here and there, um, separate from, uh, kind of, uh, being, uh, one of many that, uh, was affected kind of by the, the, the layoff or, or whatnot. Um, I also have, uh, two kids that were essentially laid off of school. <laughs> yeah, I know. That. <laughs> I like the way you put that laid off of school. <laughs> <laughs> So I have a, I have a first year of preschool, um, little gal about to be three years old. Mm-hmm. And then I had a, 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 a boy who was in uh, his first kindergarten year. So first, first for both at each thing. And, uh, this, this whole thing kind of, uh, takes over a little bit. Wow. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, exactly. Two and five. Yeah. So what did they do with the children of that age? I never really thought of that. Um, so I know that uh, around the nation are doing, you know, virtual at home. They'll do it on the internet and things like that. But what do they do with preschool and, and um, kindergartners? Exactly. Um, can, for for the most part, um, Ethan is, is my son. Uh, the kindergartner has been doing exactly what you mentioned. Um, basically being on different platforms. Um, wherein they can kind of uh, be interactive and, and continue to kind of showcase uh, what they've learned, at least thus far, um, you, you know, judging their kind of kind of spirit and, and uh, educational level as, as far as where they're going to be at, where they should be at, different goals. Um, but it's much the same. It's a little bit of homework here and there. And again, different platforms. 
such as uh, Google Classroom. Um, there, there have been uh, Zoom connections as well, and he's uh, connected with the Sclosa Academies. It's called Kip Academy. Okay. Um, and so they already in of, uh, on something that is uh, reminiscent of like an iPad. So they're very familiar with with that, and fortunately, we have one that's that stays at home, and and he's able to be familiar and navigate through the same um, the same pages the way he would at school. So it's okay. more of a smooth transition. More of a, yeah, exactly. Very, very. I think at first the connection w- w- was off just just solely because it's um. <clears throat> You know, one of those things, an adjustment for him, an adjustment to, to myself. And then as far as uh, the preschooler, it's it's more of a, she's about to be three, so it's more of watching a lot of baby shark stuff and <laughs> learning how to, you know, bopping around a little bit more um, with her and shapes, colors, you know, easy stuff. I guess at this point, it's, it's kind of uh, important to even start teaching them how shopping is going to be affected and how <laughs> different. Yeah. It's kind of a, like an early Halloween for everyone. And <laughs> so, all right. Yeah. She's, uh, yeah. so let me ask you a question. So, um, you're in Cali, right? And, uh, we had a, a date when they just stopped restaurants completely. What date did, um, did they stop your restaurants in your state? Like what, what did you date? Was there an effective date that you guys weren't allowed to go to work anymore? Um, effective, effective, I, I would say, um, April, sometime in April. Oh, wow. Um, I would have, oh, that late. Like okay. First, sure, maybe the, I would have to, so the first week of April, it was already kind of, uh, so the, 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 exactly schools more or less were, were by March 13th. It was kind of a, a big deal on the news mm-hmm. um, that California was going to do that. That's um, similar to us. I service. Think. Exactly, yeah. and where I was working was a, a hotel, and there was a, it was a restaurant inside of a hotel. So, okay, um, you know, that's that's around the time that that everything started getting pretty shaky, and you noticed more and more maybe someone that had a, a bit of a insight before it was known, or maybe people that were more vulnerable, uh, such as high high profile guests and whatnot, showing up to the restaurant with already kind of uh, wearing gloves, wearing masks before uh, anything was actually official. So that's, there was a bit of a trend that you realize, oh, someone knows something. It's just not out there yet. <laughs> gotcha. Wow. Okay. So, yeah. Cause we, we got shut down in the middle of spring break here, um, which would be like the second week of March. I, I, I thought that that's a, that's a, that's a, a full week or two difference though from, uh, from us to them. Yeah. Every right. Um, Every state does, uh, it's wild to me, every state does their own thing. So every time we talk to somebody, it's like an eye-opener of the timeline or if there's some states that are fully operational. I'm guessing here because, you know, every day something changes, <laughs> you know. Yeah, right. And uh, you mentioned uh, working in a hotel. So that must be even more, ch- that's double challenging right there. So you have yeah. a restaurant in a hotel that's double trouble when it comes to a shutdown because you're dependent on two different things, restaurants being able to open and, and hotels being able to have enough people willing to travel 
to stay and then come to the restaurant. Exactly. Certainly. The way, the way I felt that, that challenge, um, was first and foremost, uh, they kind of did the, the hotel in itself, whomever, if there were, um, guests that wanted to be in quarantine at, at that moment, they were allowed to stay in suites and, and, and whatnot and kind of, uh, go through this whole process that was CDC approved or, or whatnot. Um, and slowly they just started kind of doing the restaurant thing where they, they made it available to only a delivery service, if you will, or a room service even for, mm-hmm. um, so that, that, yeah, it's, it's like a, you're right. It's like a double there the double whammy, so to speak. Um, at the same time, if, if I was just not someone who was fortunate enough to, to, um, kind of be, uh, adapted to the schedule that they needed for, for, employees or whatnot um but definitely they were one of few people that or one of few companies that remained somewhat open and were able to uh employ a little a little bit longer and, and still are so there's there's that aspect there's that really good aspect of it as well my main challenge was that i just couldn't kind of fit into uh the schedule at that time so what exactly do you do for the um for the hotel restaurant? Um, I was uh, a supervisor for um, the, the, the AM, essentially the AM uh, service staff. Okay. Um, so supervisor, uh, lead server, uh, so waiting tables, um, kind of a section, divvying up sections, just being like the main, the main guy on the floor, so to speak. Uh, you know, yeah, it was really fun. I, I love... I've always loved service, to be honest with you. You have your challenges and whatnot, but waiting tables um, and, and having a good time doing so and being in charge of a couple of uh, pretty impressive people that you learn a lot from, both guests, employees, and, and whatnot. So share with us a little bit. We did a show in the past called uh, Quirky Things That Guests Do, and I'm interested in the, the in your perspective because I've never worked in a hotel uh, environment before, and and a lot of counts it's the it's the same as serving. But then I feel, correct me if I'm wrong, if there's got to be like more of um an added uh, attitude, I would say that guests might have, you know, because they're a part of a hotel and they're. They're spending money to stay, plus they're spending money to eat. What are some of the things that uh, you've noticed that kind of are, are kind of weird to you that stand out? Um, in in regards to that, I would say um, I've been fortunate enough to work at several. Actually, I've worked for the most part with hotels um, and restaurants inside of hotels, and I think that the kind of uh, the in, the inside of something uh, such as open table where where you can put the notes on there of, of certain allergies or whatnot and mm-hmm. with, with those with those experiences I feel like you receive something that you would refer to as a chit or whatnot okay it's basically a like a postcard with with notes table number time they sat how many people will be dining a last name and usually that last name is plugged in and it's kind of automatically lets you know from concierge standpoint to front desk. So you already more or less know who, who, who is sitting okay. with you, who will be enjoying. Exactly. Okay. Um, 
how many times they've checked in. So you have the different levels of, of uh, guests that have stayed before, and you're able to um, kind of be in- impressively proactive. You know, you already know their name. You welcome back, and, and just kind of those things. Would you like your the notes as, as crazy as um, you still enjoy your eggs over medium, no brown, with a little bit of rye toast, with okay. uh, your bacon not too crispy. So just a, a, a list of, of things that these that these guests already kind of are able to plug in themselves or via us. So that was some experience. Those were good experiences. Um, as far as getting to know, this is the first time you meet someone. You already know, uh, you know a lot a lot about them, and, and uh, first impressions sometimes are definitely lasting, and that's something where you stand out, you kind of uh, nip it in the bud just from the gate and, you know, just, yeah, being, being proactive, being them to the punch. Sometimes you know what they want before they realize they know what they want. And that's, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, that sounds a lot like, yeah. um, you know, because it's about details yeah. and, uh, and it, it was, it was really touching on those exact things saying, you know, just knowing the guest and, uh, and understanding their needs and all that kind of things. Yeah, to the point where they never have to ask or tell you. You're there being proactive, just like you said. And are you in touch sure. with anyone that's uh, working there right now? And they they share with you any differences or similarities or challenges that they have to face being at work at, at your uh, former place? Um, not at my former place. I'm I'm in touch with uh, several people that have, have been uh, that have, are still employed. Um, and you know the, the the mask thing is a thing is, is a big deal. Obviously, uh, gloves and and just pickup service and them staying employed. But there's, as far as I know, nobody actually waiting tables or anything of anything like that. Mm. <clears throat> We've had conversations about um, when things when things get uh, back to to the, the normality of it, and what at that point is going to be the new the new it, the new thing, the new uh, ways of, of things to not cross-contaminate. So besides besides the money, what do you miss most about uh, about working in the industry? I miss um, I miss the, the camaraderie. I miss uh, being able to impress someone um Albeit uh, with with a with a good just a good smile. I'm, I'm I was always happy, obviously, as, as you said, uh, the money or whatnot. But you see them as something more than that. You see it as a, as a kind of a weird something brought them there, and you're immediately grateful. And I was someone who was always grateful for someone showing up. Um, I knew that their experience from the beginning to the end, because they were in my hands, was going to be a good experience. Mm-hmm. So I just found a good. Uh, I I missed that. Um, the relationship building, which is an, an, an odd thing, just being able to kind of connect with someone, um, make an experience, turn in, turn in a moment into a memory, um, things like that. I, I miss that. And then again, the camaraderie with some of the coworkers yeah, as well. And I think the morning time is one of those, uh, it was, it was a busy place it was a hustle, a hustle. And I, and I always, uh, I always miss that, and I appreciated that. Yeah. Um, Danny, you had a question. 
Oh, I was going to ask uh, in Cali, um, what, like, you know, like Georgia and other states starting to reopen and stuff like that. Uh, what is, did they have a set timeline out there for you guys or, or, or even a starting timeline yet? Or are you guys still on general lockdown? Um, I would, uh, the, you, you mean uh, from home at home or? Yeah, like, like, general... like, they're, like, like they're starting to reopen stuff here. Well, they will, but like our, our effective date they're saying is May 1st. We're going to where they're going to revisit and see exactly what the, the plan for reopen is. I want to see if they even got to that level yet. Oh, understood. Uh, as, as far as, as far as what I've read, um, you know, um, we, I, I have read that there's been several States, obviously, as we mentioned early, um, where, you know, everyone has their own kind of a laws and they can kind of, they're pretty much like a general manager that can run things away mm-hmm. the way they see fit and if they open. So we don't have, we don't have a date set quite yet but um that would be a that would be a good date um my daughter's birthday is uh may 5th so that'd be that'd be cool if i could get her wait out of the house and and do cinco de mayo oh cinco de mayo Mayo. oh that is that is great planning by you man (laughs) (laughs) always a reason to party i mean first it's the daughter so happy birthday to her but thank you thank you but man, that is fantastic! And uh, what what's your what's your first restaurant job, by the way? The first restaurant job I had? Yeah, that you've had. Where, where what was the first place you worked? Um, first restaurant. Um, I was. It was at the Peninsula Beverly Hills Hotel, and um, I worked at the Roof Garden Restaurant. Okay. Um, my father was the purchasing manager. <laughs> Uh, at the time, the food and beverage purchasing manager, mm-hmm. um, and at, I think at at fifteen, and was like, "Hey, man, you know, you want to come see what's going on over here?" <laughs> <laughs> Put in the work. I love it. <laughs> yeah, and I was, uh, yeah, good. I, I, I really, I, again, I, I enjoyed it um, from since since then. Yeah, it's so. infectious, man. It really is. It's, uh, it's for me anyway, it's, it's, I didn't know what to expect going into it, but getting out of it is an ability to talk to almost anyone. Um, you instantly are a part of a group of, of some interesting characters and, and you get to make some, uh, some decent money. Uh, I mean, obviously there are drawbacks and everything, but, uh, I love the industry. It's, it's great. And, um, Agreed. And so before we let you go, we want to thank you so much for, for joining us and Absolutely. Uh, you know, wish you and your family continued health and uh, hopefully you get back to work uh, soon, sooner than later. I mean, we, we all don't know what's going on, but uh, we're all ready to go back to work. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. And, and, and thank you. Thank you both kindly for, uh, for, for, you know, picking my brain a little bit and, and having me be on here and talk to y'all for a little while. I like that. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you. No, you no thank you. To us and it was important for, for me to make sure I, I connect with people and, um, you know, we'll, we'll make sure that we keep in touch and uh, grow a little community here. And um, and we'll definitely have you have again. Thank you so much, uh, Jerry. And I'm Marlon Joseph, the Modern Waiter. Dan Villa, don't forget to subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Yes. Thank you again, Jerry.
Thank you so much. Thank you. Stay safe. Thank you, gentlemen. Yes. Will do. I'm tired of getting fired and hired the same day. 